0: Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hello, my name is Mark, uh, and I am joined by Miles. Once again, you just heard Miles. Hello, hi, uh, and I am also joined by Jackie. Hello, and the three of us are a podcast. Well, I guess we're not a podcast itself. We're, we're, the three of us host this podcast, not a we different do. one. Yes, uh, which was conceived to talk about JoJo's bizarre adventure the 2012 or 2013 anime. I don't remember. should probably look that up. Uh, and we've covered all that. And you can find all of our old episodes about JoJo at anchor.fm slash jjbpod, including the Rohan OVAs and the APPP OVAs from way back when. And these days, while we wait and pray for the announcement and debut of a part six anime, we're watching uh, other shows recommended to us by our listeners. Uh, you can even go to patreon.com slash Um and besides supporting the show in general, you can also on our boss us around here force us to watch an anime.
1: Boss us.
0: You can make us do it. It's not, it's not quite like you're telling us at gunpoint to watch something but it's a lot like that. This week... We're watching a Patreon supporters pick. A boss pick. A boss. Yeah, that's right. This week, the boss told us to watch Kizniver from 2016. I'm going to say it one more time so I don't forget how to say it.
2: Kizniver.
1: I've never tried to in remember. In my notes, I have
2: Kizmeyer.
1: Kizmeyer. What
2: would you say? Which is like the name of like a psychologist or something. Mm.
1: <laughs>
2: in I your, said in my notes, I have Kizmeyer.
0: oh yeah kiz Meyer briggs
1: is it german what does this word mean
0: uh we can get into that (laughs) okay cool big giant wink because okay we have to first take a stop
1: read some emails
0: in the well you spoiled it we're first take
1: connection (laughs) corner
0: man i was gonna say like connection clinic or Mm. caller clinic Mm -hmm. you know but all right fine uh, community Knife. this is the part of the podcast where we read emails sent to us by our listeners and the address they send emails to is jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com okay I can't read this whole thing
1: I'll read it this okay. email is uh, from I guess Pamela uh, our friend Dio's whore Um Subject line: Be a shampoo bottle for Halloween. Hey, JJB Pop, uh, with a B. Um, I should really rethink my email name, huh? Well, too late now. Just call me Pamela. Pamela. Uh, October has finally shown its ugly face, and we are off to a great start. Hope you are having awesome, uh, ha- Hope you have awesome plans for Halloween. I will be playing video games and catching up on hours of sleep uh, in the University of Toronto. With that being said, question: Have you ever seen D. Gray Man? It's quite old, I guess, but it's quality stuff. I have bait for Jackie too because there is a badass female lead. Random piece of information that no one asked for, but I will still share because why not? I have yet to catch up with all your podcasts because I listened to about six podcasts specifically about JoJo. What? Wow. (laughs) But we're the best, right? We're your favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I have an insatiable appetite for JoJo content. I listened to one episode across all of them before moving on to the next episode. It's going to take me a while to actually catch up. Uh, question two, which part do you think has the best supporting villains? Um, I'm talking Whole Horse and Sekos. Uh, which did you think, which did you like the most and why? Vanilla Ice and Mariah just do it for me. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the things we'll never know. No,
0: nope, read that again.
1: I don't know why. Maybe it's the thighs. Thighs. We'll never know uh p.s i know you guys are very busy and independent people who have lives and things to do but if you love dio as much as i do can i get a re
0: i think she just did
1: okay question three
0: (laughs) so i'm not doing that again i can't do it
1: i feel like that asked
0: you know the last time i did that i i lost 30 percent of my vocal range
1: Question three, if Dio is the one you love the most in the world, is calling him your husbando appropriate or should you call him your husbrando? Dio Brando. Very good. PPS. Have you ever listened to Araki's wife, Asami Araki, talk about him? It's one of those things you gotta see. Even his wife doesn't understand what the hell is up with Araki. PPS. Is it even safe to be horny anymore?
0: I have not seen the interview with Asami Araki. I know she exists because I think as a lot of early people new to JoJo did way back when, um, I was like, this guy's married to a woman? What's what is what's the deal with that? And I was like, okay. Yeah, she's real. Um, and I will say that uh, I thought it was funny that she said that D. Greyman is quite old and it was animated in 2006. Mm-hmm. So...
2: Uh, Fourteen so years old. Ago.
1: Yeah, because I, I remember hearing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and people then watch it. The question of the email was, uh, "What do you think has the best supporting villains?" So, like, not the big bad, but another bad. Um, hmm, I think I, I think I also like part three villains. Well, the question out.
1: is, I like get, I think. Um, oh, a, I guess what part? part yeah. Oh, yeah, what part? I think yeah all, part three
0: yeah you've got you've got whole horse yeah you've got enya and her son uh jay
1: mm-hmm. uh, there's they're too all many of them good there's a lot
0: but like i do like some some of the bad people from part four but they're oh, yeah. arguably not villains and some of the they're early all, ones they're all just
1: friends they all become friends they all join the gang i like Yukako yeah. a lot
0: Strangers are just friends you Tr- haven't met trendy
1: yet. Trendy Tony is not a is not a villain.
0: Well, that's the thing is he <laughs> is though, but he just becomes a friend like they all do in that uh, show. Yeah. And then the music is like... Dun, 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 dun.
1: Part four is so good. Um, no, but yeah, I still think it's part three.
0: And then the the beginning of part four has like that short guy who puts a lock on his family. And then there's that one guy who makes the doll and they were all boring as hell but they do get some really good ones later like that smelling feet guy and uh the guy who puts a gun in paper <laughs> and a fucking copy machine
1: who's the smelling feet guy
0: uh the guy who has highway star
2: uh and it's like their feet that smell his feet don't smell i mean they do his smell, feet are smelling not smelly. like as an active verb i don't yes. remember this uh it
0: was like uh not rohan i think josuke was like on a bus and he just sees this little like room in a tunnel and he gets out and just these like feet with nobody attached to them start chasing him. <laughs> it's when he's on a motorcycle and he has to blow up the motorcycle <sighs> while riding it.
1: I don't remember this at all.
0: It's very good. And then he beats him up in the hospital And oh,
1: you got death 13. Where's that 13th? Thir- part 3. That's part 3.
0: There's also some clunkers in there in in part 3. Yeah. The sun guy, it's, it's stupid. It's very long. The wheel of fortune guy, stupid um
1: i like the sun i i like oh you got the gamblers are also in part three yes that's right the gamblers are great
0: absolutely they 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 pretty much put it over the top i think Mm -hmm. um yeah part two has a ACDC. well has wham actually wham is better than acdc but i think part three pound for pound is just better yeah in terms of side villains
1: i think second place can go to part four
0: yeah five has some interesting stands but I don't know that I love all their personalities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Miles, That's do you have an, a, you have an ones, opinion yeah. oh. out loud or no?
2: Yeah, part five. Fuck part three. What do you
0: like? Who, who do you like in part five?
2: Um, the two S and M people. Okay. I like the weird carrot head guy. Okay. I like I like the Ice Man. He's really cool. Uh, I mean, they're all cool, man. Okay, gotcha. And there's an appropriate number of them.
0: Yeah, okay. If you say so. Do you like the guilty stone guy? I don't even remember who he is. I just remember his rock.
1: Oh, yeah, the stone.
0: No. Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: <laughs> From part four?
0: No, in part five, there's that rock that like was like predicting how so-and-so is going to die. And then the rock like falls out of a building oh, yeah. and it keeps getting these new imprints.
2: Oh, I guess I didn't like that guy.
0: Miles, do you want to read the next email?
2: Yes.
1: Oh, also, I've never seen D. Grayman. I don't think okay. we answered that question, but yeah.
2: This next email is from Chad. The subject line is, The nostalgic melancholy of anime openings. Aloha, JJB pod crew. If I understood correctly, this will be read two episodes after the openings episode, but Wrong, I still Chad. still wanted to write in. I yeah I think he is wrong first off sorry about being the only one that wrote in with a bunch of opening suggestions and temporarily turning the show into my own personal jukebox consider this show your own personal jukebox (laughs) Chad. if I had known what you were all going to do with everyone's suggestions I would have only submitted the opening to rascal does not dream of bunny senpai since I think it's so very very catchy I love me some pop punk I'd love to hear what Jackie thinks the show is about based solely on the opening, and I'd also highly recommend you all watch the actual show. Also, considering the large amounts of anime openings that you've recently listened to, is it just me or would you say a lot of the songs, not all, have a tinge of melancholy and or nostalgia as a recurring theme? If I was a smarter, more industrious person, I'd go do a research paper or something, but it's something i felt for a while.
1: People like emotion. Lastly,
2: people do like emotion. Lastly, among the anime you all have watched so far, have you come across an opening that does zero justice to the quality of the show? I can't think of any specific examples myself, but I know there have been shows that I have yet to watch solely based on the opening. As well, there are shows I like where I've just skipped the intro without remorse. Mahalo, Chad. Mm. P.S. P.S. In case it's still the spooky season, when this is read and subsequently heard, another scary recommendation is a fairly new manga I found called Pumpkin Night. Now fair warning, this is a seinen series, so it's extremely violent and gory. Also, I'm not a big fan of stories that use the trope of person goes crazy and becomes a killer, so just know that it's a thing here. Overall, if you're like me and enjoy slasher horror stories where jerk teenagers get hunted down by a seemingly unstoppable monster of their own creation— there are currently scanlations of Pumpkin Night available online. As always, please support the actual releases should it become officially available.
0: I like that you read that, like the uh, the fine print on the end of an ad.
2: <laughs> like it's a side effect.
0: Well, no, you yeah, like terms and conditions apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like piracy may cause uh, more money in your bank account. Oh shit. <laughs>
2: Should turn think off people are pirating this podcast?
0: Uh, I mean, it's free. <laughs> There's really no way not to.
1: <laughs> no way not to pirate?
0: No way to not pay for something that doesn't need you to pay for it.
1: Mm, but you could go out of your way to pay for it on our Patreon. <laughs>
0: That's right. If you go to patreon.com slash pod, <laughs> you can pay and then let other people pirate the extra content that goes on that feed of which of which is that? Uh, and we do put things on there that we do not release in the usual episode feed. We don't do entirely separate bonus episodes, but if you want to see a uh, breakdown of the pop culture references that we make on the show uh, behind the scenes, things like our notes and alternate takes of episodes, if we like fucked up and cut out a bunch of stuff, it might go on there. How was that for a sell? Was that good? I don't think it was.
1: Um, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They know. Uh, it we-
0: starts at $1, so it's worth yeah. that. It's worth a dollar. You
1: get some additional content. If you like us, you get the things. Um, did we answer all of Chad's uh, no. email questions? Okay.
0: No, I don't. I, I'm trying to think of an anime that has an opening that doesn't do it the show justice. It's hard. Um, it is hard because I think like Heart- if the opening sucks, then I just don't really remember it, you know?
2: I think I remember hearing the the Japanese opening to Dragon Ball Z versus like the stupid heavy metal English one. Is it the cha-la head like, cha-la? Yeah, I know it's like supposedly beloved, but it wasn't metal enough for me.
0: Totally different emotion.
2: Mm. Yeah, it didn't make me like want to work out or whatever.
0: It's way more like happy. Yay, cha-la head cha-la. Um, I don't
2: like those feelings.
0: You able to think of anything, Jackie? I cannot. I don't know why, but I keep picturing like an imaginary anime where the intro is just like awful, like child drawing level art and like nothing's colored in and it's just like a bunch of nonsense gibberish. I think that would be very funny to do, like to have a proper show and then have an intro that looks like the animation director let their five year old Mm -hmm. uh, do the art for the intro. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so if that is out there, then that.
2: I feel like it's, and I've said this before, it's just not that important. It's not like the opening track of an album where it like sets the tone. It's like, just skip it, especially in 2020.
0: Well, yeah, but I think that. um,
1: I think if you were watching something on TV, like you can't just skip it, right? So if like, I think anime typically airs on TV in Japan first. Um, Yeah. So that's probably what it's there for.
0: A lot of it does and I think like any theme song the idea is that like it kind of puts you into a routine and especially if you just yeah. like leave the TV on like you actually it's have like, that. like oh it's time. Then you know like yeah. oh I have to get back to it and if the song is good then you think about the show all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah with streaming it gives you the option to skip it a lot but I think with anime specifically it's it's like a thing that you expect as part of the package where you're kind of like oh who are they using for the theme and then you kind of see how that pairs with the show or whatever and then you're like, oh, I heard the, the second opening song is even better and it's like, yeah, it's not a part of the main piece. I guess it's like the album art maybe it's part Miles. of the experience, you know, to, to keep your metaphor going. It might be like the art on an album or something, but that really only translates back in the days when you'd actually have to go like open vinyl or CD and you'd see it every time. Mm. now you just hit a button and you go i don't like this no, song you can, and you, you skip still, it
1: you still see it if you have it on your playlist or whatever it that's the image that pops up like that's the icon for the yeah album or the song
0: yeah it's true it's yeah i guess you just you don't have to pay that much attention to it
1: yeah especially I if you just yell across like
0: the kitchen like at the, your smart device it's more to like play th- it but sorry
2: I guess it's more like the email section of a podcast. You could just skip it. (laughs) (laughs) It is. This is a very
0: long and not enjoyable uh, song that we're singing. Um, Chad, I I agree with you 100% about how anime OPs, for me, it's like Japanese music in general. I don't know, not, not all of it, but gives me this sort of sad, nostalgic feeling. And yet I'm like, wait, I didn't go to Japanese high school. Mm-hmm. What is this feeling where I'm kind of like, ah, yes, when I was young. And I'm like, you went to <laughs> school in New Jersey, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, but well, we all have those high school feelings.
0: Well, there have been attempts to describe that sort of longing for a life that isn't yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I found just in my quick search was uh, a concept in German philosophy called uh, um, which they translate to longing, desire, yearning. Uh, Miles, you pronounce s's in German like a z, right? Did I do that right?
2: Yes, like z, ze- like for that. Well, could you spell it?
0: S e h n s u c h t. Yeah, like Zayn sucht. Zayn Oh, I'm actually I misread it. It's suffering Suckatash. Um,
2: um uh, that's pronounced suffering suckatash.
0: Oh, you're right. That's how you pronounce s's uh, in in Sylvester speak.
1: Sylvester. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Um to yeah. speak yeah so it's this yeah it, it's hard because how do you write about a feeling uh, but uh yeah Chad if you want to look up this concept of sensukt or uh maybe that will help you describe the feelings that you're feeling I kind of wonder if it's just like a, a, a specific key signature that a lot of Japanese music uses or something that gets me in my feelings but yeah I don't know I'm I'm a little sad boy. Oh. Maybe.
1: I just like emotion in songs. Um do you want to play this uh song for f- that the Bunny Sampai song opening so uh, that I can tell Chad what I think it's about? What, I think he told us in a previous email what well, it's about sa- but I don't remember. It. Oh
0: right 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 right. I forgot. So you guys don't know this but uh I put music drops like 7 or 8 seconds uh samples for everything that he said. Oh. Um and I I did that, by the way, Chad. Don't feel bad. I did that because it was only one person who did that. If, like, multiple people sent me emails with a list of stuff, then I would not have done that. But I was like, eh, it's just, you know, Chad just sent us four or five things. Oh. Uh, Let me put that theme on then.
1: All right. Well. No, you haven't heard it. It Mark makes the decisions for this podcast.
0: Yeah, you guys would have no idea. You guys also don't know that at the end of the, like, after we're done, I go in and I record my reactions to your opinions Mm -hmm. that I didn't say. And so after you you give an opinion, I go, sucks, stupid, Mm -hmm. wrong, (laughs) so dumb. And you don't know because you don't listen. Anyway, here is, I'm just going to play something on YouTube. This is the opening to Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai.
1: Should, i should probably watch the opening too i was
0: wondering why you were gonna do it audio only this time but
1: probably some manic pixie dream girl stuff that's what i think this is about based on the title and the protagonist is clearly a just regular guy uh there do seem to be a lot of women in this i don't know sad babes
0: you think it's about sad babes? I think
1: it's about a guy and his relationship to all the sad babes in his school. That's what I think it's about. His different complicated relationships with all the, uh, you know. So it's almost some, a summer yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what I think. Oh. But it's all from his perspective.
0: It's not about that.
1: <laughs> What's it about?
0: I We'll, we'll talk about it later.
1: Aw, oh, man, will we?
0: All right. Uh, it's about this guy who meets a teenage actress who's dressed as a bunny girl and she's in a library and no one else can notice her. Uh, And she realizes, oh, you're the only one who can see me. And the phenomenon is known as adolescent syndrome. And so the guy's like, I'm going to solve this adolescent syndrome mystery. And also...
1: And also there's a bunch of sad And
0: also I'll get close to her and meet other girls who suffer from the same syndrome. So yeah, it is kind of a... A guy dates a, a bunch of babes who but they're sad girl syndrome but they're sad because no one can see them you missed that critical detail okay <laughs> when you were watching the opening you didn't notice all the sad girl syndrome being like hey look at me i'm asking you how much this
1: costs
0: and they're like i don't see anything i don't hear anything
1: They're sa- why nobody can see them
0: except the guy who uh yeah except the protagonist I haven't seen it either. I, I just read Wikipedia.
1: That doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, again, I didn't write it.
1: You're a babe. Everybody sees you. <sighs> Why are you so sad? <laughs> Do you
0: know how many babes you're missing out on, Jackie? Because you can't that see these like all, So wait
1: a minute. There's all these There's all these invisible, like beautiful women just all around all the time. Yeah. You just can't see them. That's not fair.
0: It's like how you only <laughs> use 20% of your brain. If you had used the, the... By the way, I know this is bullshit. If you used 100% of your... Brain, you would see 80% more babes Mm. in the world. I feel like this is an infomercial. No, it's about how you only see the babes for their looks.
1: No, everyone's a babe.
0: (laughs) No, that's not true. (laughs) I wholeheartedly disagree. Okay, uh, do we have any other emails? Should we stop dragging our feet on these babes?
1: I'm a babe. Wait, how does that song go? I'm a babe. He's a babe. She's a babe. Because we're all babes. That's how that goes. That was right? short. Yeah. Anyway, All right. Goodbye. It's a reference to a Good Burger, Miles.
0: Okay. Uh, this th- this oh. last email is from Kenny, and it's called OP Episode Feedback. Once again, scaring me with the term feedback. Yeah. Hey, guys. Great episode. Really liked your picks <laughs> from the website and Twitter, but whatever. I was a little confused at some of your ratings. Really thought you would enjoy more OSTs like One Punch Man or Attack on Titan. In my opinion, an OP is in most cases a clear indication on how good a show is. A good OP means a good show. Well, not always, of course. Attack on Titan has some awesome OPs, but the characters are bland as hell, and it's overall pretty overrated. Anyway, I absolutely love your talk about music. How about you make a music talk section in between Correspondence Corner and the episode talk from time to time, and just review some songs or artists? I'm sure some people would enjoy that. Okay, bye now, have a nice week liebe gruße kenny miles how do you say that
2: good what you mostly got it liebe gruße okay
0: i don't think i got deep enough in my stomach what does it mean I'm lots
1: of, of love gruße. what does it mean my guess is lots of loving love. greetings oh there is love
0: Aww. Now, liebe. Mm-hmm. Um, talking music is fun but, uh, I don't like music. It, None of us listen to the same music. That's part of it. <laughs> that's
1: probably true. Yeah.
0: But uh, I also think that delaying the anime talk would uh, that, that would be too much. There was yeah. one. Uh, I was looking at our old episodes for some reason. And I forget which, which show it was, but I put like a dumb like sort of like flat smile face because I was like uh, episode talks after minute 54 because we just read emails and talked oh for God. almost an hour before doing uh the anime talk but not this week because
1: what's the time
0: that was the last email okay
1: well yeah. thank you for
2: writing maybe i'll maybe i'll put some music wrecks in the newsletter yeah do that i always i always am looking for ways to be more self-indulgent so (laughs) maybe i can
1: miles's recommendations yeah
0: that's the thing miles is you're doing a podcast and you think that's enough but you're missing out on all the extra this is this is the 80% brain thing. You got to use the rest of your brain for all the self-indulgent. I was streaming on Twitch. I did that like twice in the last week or so. Stream some Mahjong and Hades. And I'm like, let me tell you my thoughts on the human race. And everyone had to listen. That's not and what happened. And
2: suddenly you could see babes everywhere. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah, just by being like, I think that society, <laughs> and then just hot women in the corners of my eyes, Anyway, this
1: Miles, will your recommend will your music recommendations relate to the anime that we watch, or n- just random? No, no? Uh. no. you should you should just you try should to tie think, in. try to
0: try to pair it like a wine and cheese pairing. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. If, I'll try. If you
1: don't do that, I will do it because I because I like that idea, but it'll be my taste in music, which is different. Gonna be different. Miles has <laughs>
0: Miles' artistic taste. Sometimes makes me think of like an eighty year old man. Um. I think I've told him this. Sometimes Miles just has old man taste. But then again, you also listen to a lot of like uh, indie rock music that I don't understand.
2: Indie rock music is over though. Like, yeah, that's an old man thing to like now. Mm.
0: You were listening to something recently that I also like or was listening to at the same time. And I was like, what? But the thing with Spotify, what was it? I don't know. But I wish Spotify would let me send like a simple dumb message or it just had like a connection to Instagram because I just wanted to be like, Hey, can't fuck you!" you just text me. I'm not going to do that. That's a whole other device. <laughs> um, thanks for writing. Again, those are messages to Jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com. If you have thoughts on the episode we're about to do, uh, if you think there are any shows that have OPs that are terrible at reflecting their quality. Um, and also I just want to say, Kenny, I don't agree with the good OP equals good show. I think that there are far more shows that are not good but have great OPs um, than shows that are great and have great OPs. I think often the song is better than the show. Also, I'd like to give a quick thank you to all of our Patreon supporters who support us with $3 or more per month. So thank you, Nick, Martin, Caden, Celeste, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Michael, Kevin, and Chad. You make this show fun. Thank you. We'd probably still do it, but we wouldn't like it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like it.
0: Maybe. (laughs) It's still self-indulgent. Okay.
1: What's the show about, Mark?
0: Uh, So again, we watched Kiznaiver, a original uh, anime from 2016. So no manga? There's no manga for this, no. Uh, So this is animated by Studio Trigger who did uh other big hits on our show like kill la kill.
1: Oh. Lagan, I like this better than those other two.
0: FLCL. Okay. And something else that we watched but also other shows like BNA and uh, I'm liking this one a
1: lot more than those other ones. Well, even even FLCL.
0: It wasn't as horny. Um, <laughs> this is also written by Mari Okada that doesn't mean anything to me but she has a really long list of credits. Uh, and perhaps our listeners have heard of things that she's written, such as, you know, um, Red Garden, <laughs> uh, AKB 0048 Next Stage, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Is that oh, Elon you know Musk's what? child? What's that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Second enemies. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um yeah, I. Uh, she wrote uh, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, who my friend Felix just recommended we watch that. I thought Miles that would be interesting for you to compare to your recent attempt at, at watching a uh, Gundam Wing. I hated it. Or or it, it might be I don't, uh, maybe I didn't hate it. Maybe you'd watch it and be like, "Fuck!" I just hate Gundam in general. <laughs> anyway, maybe. So yeah, it's an original uh, anime written by Marty Okada. And um, per your question earlier, Jackie, Kizniver is a sort of reference to um, the Japanese word Kizuna or Kizna, because you know in Japanese you often drop use. Mm -hmm. Kizna means connection or bond, Uh, but also Kizu means wound or scar.
1: uh, Mm, Makes you think.
0: Uh,
1: uh, Wound connection.
0: Yeah, I don't know why like they use the suffix like I like Ezer as though that's like a person who does things. I guess so. If you're like a womanizer or something, but oh yeah, but it's a V, so it's Kizniver, Kaniver maybe. I don't fucking know. Mm. Um, Evil, Knievel? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. It's about kids who do stunts and hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the gist of the show is it. Uh-huh. Is
2: it the Hebrew word Kismet?
0: Uh, that's probably Yiddish, to be honest. So,
1: yes?
0: (laughs) It's different. Anyway, um, no, I would say nothing about this show is kismet, really. This actually feels very planned and, uh, sort of forced by an outside agency. The gist of the show is that it is about these teens who are experimented on forcibly connected to each other via pain receptors. So if one of them feels pain, all of them feel that same pain in an even amount.
1: They all also happen to be in the same Japanese. Well, first, they're all in Japan, in the same town, in the same school, in the same class.
0: Right. And it is not a matter of fate, although they do talk about fate in uh, the show. But... Mm. I think we kind of find out that it's just they the organization like owns the city, like the whole fucking city is part of this experiment.
1: And it also seems like, well, well, the reasoning that they gave us is that they're doing this because if people understood each other better, connected with each other better, empathized with each other, then there would be no war. Is Ye- that what they were saying?
0: I guess so. Um, But it's not like, I don't know, countries don't go to war with each other because they're like, I don't understand you. I don't feel like you're across an ocean.
1: Yeah. And also, I think that picking kids that are in the same class is uh, there. You probably could have picked kids that are very different from different countries. And you know what I mean? Like that like are in completely different i mean these kids do seem like they are they have different personalities and they're they have different circumstances but um if like with like wars and stuff like that wouldn't you want strangers yeah people that yeah they're more strangers and also like um like this the I don't know like the even like with cultural differences and stuff like that like where things are, are even more different than yeah. just like personality right because that's just like one thing like that's one vector of well I guess the idea what is makes you similar or different to somebody or well I understand okay. somebody I, you your, know
0: to your first point I, I would agree that they shouldn't know each other beforehand
1: because mm-hmm.
0: that taints the experiment a lot but at the same time, I think if you're going to start small, you should start with fewer differences and see if they can overcome that. I see. So they're kind of going by like a fucking Myers-Briggs personality test or whatever yeah. here to start with. Yeah. When they're, they're like, you're the slutty one. They didn't have that, but.
1: Right. This show also reminds me of Sense8 Mm. It, because that's pretty much what Sense, that's the like, I don't know. I don't remember why this happens, but Sense8 is about eight people who were born on exactly the same day at the same time uh and so i don't know i don't think it was an experiment are you talking
0: about Octomom?
1: no um but it's like all over the world right (laughs) there's like different characters who are very different there is like a trans woman in california who is a programmer and she's really cool uh there is a like korean businesswoman in korea uh who also kickboxes there is a Kenyan dude in Nairobi who's it, doing a bunch know. of stuff. I don't, I don't know. It's all, all different people from all over the world. No, name name
2: all eight of them. No, don't.
1: I there's like some some boring white guy who has to be the protagonist of everything, or like uh-huh. the relatable person of everything. Sure. Um,
0: How dare you?
1: And then I don't I don't remember I don't remember who else is in it.
0: Please do not speak ill of my <laughs> default character creator <laughs> template people. <laughs>
1: Um, Oh, I think he's a cop. Um, (laughs) um, But anyway, they all like can communicate with each other and feel each other's pain and stuff like that. All their senses. And their orgasms and stuff. Whoa. All of it. Pain and everything else. Oh, boy. Pain and pleasure.
0: Yeah. So we certainly like this feels like uh, I, I guess you could call this show like high concept. Right. As though you just said, what are all the things that would happen? What if there were people who could feel each other's pain, mm-hmm. you know, physical pain. Uh, what would happen?
1: This also reminds me of the breakfast club. I think it's since eight meets the breakfast club in Japan.
0: Yeah, that might work. That might be a good way just to just like
1: kids in the same class who like are very different, but they learn about each other and actually not everyone is how they perceive, you know, how well, we only watched episodes
0: stuff. one through three. So you don't yeah, know. We don't know. This could go, this could be Carrie. You know, it could be Carrie. It could be that everyone dies except spoilers for Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, so this thing plays it it, it. it takes a few of the sort of what if scenarios that make sense to me. One is um, we only touch on it towards the end of episode three, but masochism. Right. What if you find pain pleasurable? is it
1: that sadism, Mark? Nope.
0: Sadism is doing pain to other people. Oh, you're right. Um, Damn it. Oftentimes people have elements of both and, you know. Sometimes if you read each the killer, you'll learn a lot about that. It's also really gross and fucked up. Um, We also look at, uh, you know, you have to answer questions like, well, is it pain? Is it the physical damage? Which I have questions about Mm -hmm. because what is pain? If not like, you know, it has to do physical damage. It's your your
1: brain reacting to uh, like, it's your sense of touch, isn't it? It's like your brain reacting to, um, then your nerves tell your nerves or whatever, communicating to your brain and saying, "Hey, there's damage here, yeah, we're getting damaged
0: right, but okay, so there is no physical so but the person who receives the damage, they probably have physical they, like they probably get the physical repercussions, right? Yes, so yes, I guess we should back up and talk about the show plot a
1: little bit to answer your question, though, I think. The the what they get is when your brain is like when your your body tells your brain like hey I'm getting hurt that that kind of pain that's what everybody else feels like kind of the in the moment like but they
2: don't like it's not
0: a stand is what I mean but they
2: don't like break their arm or anything
0: it's not the one-to-one of a stand right where, yeah because <laughs> which the,
1: doesn't always actually happen well don't know
0: the stand system is perfect it's never contradicted itself i don't know what your problem is but mm-hmm. um it, yeah it is this thing and i think i'm trying to think of where else it happens i mean it, it happens in eva but in this case like you know and it didn't this this show is kind of light-hearted i would say it's mostly light in tone um and i don't know where it goes but like i don't know say uh say your head got cut in half, you know, you would you would die. You would not be able to um, process the pain. But mm-hmm. if you were linked to someone else, you know, they would not die because their brain was not being damaged. So wouldn't that just be terrible?
1: Yeah, it this wasn't a question
0: about like, how does this show make sense? That was just me being like, damn, that would suck. Yeah but uh
1: but you share it across uh oh it's divided up right yeah yeah maybe
0: getting like someone's head cut off or cut in half you'd just be like oh man i need some advil
1: this episode of i just realized that our podcast is not enjoyable unless you've seen this anime maybe i don't know Uh uh-huh should we should we should we do the? should we start doing the recaps
0: uh sure so this show actually does like it starts in a flashback Mm -hmm. kind i mean i don't know if that's really how
2: i feel like a lot of anime do this yeah well a a bunch of the ones we've seen i didn't realize it was a flashback
0: yeah it's true i was i was thinking that that it kind of like
1: a dream or something it It starts it
0: starts at one point in time and then it jumps 12 years ahead of time and that's where the show mostly takes place but no miles we've definitely seen some um flash forwards or whatever and then we get the like how did i end up here you're probably wondering how i got in this situation Mm -hmm kind of scenarios. We saw that with Demon Slayer. We saw that with Hinamatsuri. Um, but in this mm. case, no, it's like, here's a thing with a little kid. And then bam, here he is as a grown-up teenager. Um, so it starts with this little kid. And is he like escaping a hospital? What is happening in the beginning of this?
2: I oh, don't know, bro.
0: None of us know. Don't, don't worry. Know. I've got, I've got a summary open. Uh, nope. This summary cuts it out. Anyway. Uh, so, it's this little kid and he's like leaving a facility, I think. And there's a girl far away from him. Um, and she's like standing on top of like a construction crane or something high up. And she's, and I think he's trying to like get to her. It's supposed to be mysterious. It's not just that we don't remember it. Uh, and she says something like, we'll get you your pain back. Uh, and she like falls off the thing and then he's just in a lot of pain. So we kind of see foreshadow this idea of, this kid who cannot feel pain. Uh, he probably used to feel pain. And the idea of uh, if someone else gets hurt, you also get hurt. Uh, and then we see him as a teenager and uh, he does not feel pain and he seems very depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just lets people beat the he's, shit out of him. I don't
1: know if he's depressed. He just seems like numb.
0: Yeah, which I
1: think it's is a symptom of depression maybe. Yeah. But he it's not all of He doesn't seem like, uh sad or lethargic or you know yeah
0: but that, that can be true of depression
1: really you could yeah. just you could just have the kind of like
0: numbness. no no from the outside i see people don't know that you're sad about something they just see I you as someone who see. is indifferent and nihilistic
1: but I, don't, I feel like the show doesn't indicate i think i think um because you can't
0: see him Jack. i think
1: the girl with the glasses is depressed
0: i i'm scared of her <laughs> that girl is scary. we'll get to her hisoka or Hisoda? soda I don't know I think her he's name. Oka. We'll get to her. Um anyway, so it's this teenage boy, um, and he gets the shippy out of him and he just lets the he lets the bullies take all his money. He doesn't really care about anything. He's apathetic. And this female friend of his is like, Wait, why do you let them do that to you? Mm-hmm. Um and don't give them the money, like your your parents are sending you money. I guess he lives apart from them.
1: His parents Um, are away on a business trip.
0: Yeah. So she's definitely like familiar with him. Like she knows his family to a degree. Uh, okay. They're away. Got it. Uh, and she's really pissed that he doesn't, isn't taking care of his money or himself. Uh, he gets in a fight and then we see this like other weird bully guy beat up the bullies. Um, eventually we see that this, this indifferent kid who's just walking through life with probably just a lot of broken bones in his face. Um, he meets this girl who has, she has, like, a bunch of, like, diamond patterns on her neck. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I can't tell if it's supposed to be, like, a seam, like, her head came off, or if it's just, like, a argyle sock. I think it's,
2: like, um, a choker from the 90s.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure, because uh, they don't really, like, texture it. It just seems like it's part of her skin. Mm. Um, She says a bunch of mysterious shit to him. Like, she's like, do you know the seven deadly sins, that Christian thing? Mm-hmm and then I forget what he says.
1: Which, by the way, I went to Catholic school and nobody talks about the seven deadly skins, skins, sins. Whoa. Uh, like I went, I was in Catholic school from like kindergarten through fourth grade um, and we talk a whole lot about like the stations of the cross and like or whatever or or, like jesus carrying his cross and getting beat up and stuff and it's very very detailed but we never talk about um we we would never talk about seven deadly sins so my exposure to seven deadly sins is only like movies that think the, the concept is cool or anime that think the concept is cool and use it so i don't know how like prevalent that is in stuff
0: miles how about you you had a catholic upbringing I
2: don't think it is that prevalent.
1: Yeah, like, we don't really talk about it. We talk a lot about Jesus.
0: It's because like <laughs> that's why like these list articles are so popular. Is we just love lists. Yeah, as, as like, creatures, give
1: us seven, give us a number of things. So like yeah.
0: you're busy in Catholicism trying to figure out how to be super guilty about this guy who was beat up. No, and you murdered. just
1: gotta know exactly like they want step you to by feel step. Bad first i don't even i don't remember but it's they want like, you to feel bad first they like beat him to death and then they made him like make the cross and they made him carry it and then they stabbed him a bunch and then they like made him wear this crown like it's all like then they whatever you know i didn't then somebody read- washed his feet like you need to know like everything that happened on that day hour to hour like minute by minute um because it's important <laughs> i guess i
0: i i I only read the New Testament in college completely removed from it, and I thought mm-hmm. it like started with Indian burns on his wrist, and then they started pinching him Mm-mm. um and they kicked his little butt they they tickled him and then they <laughs> and then they nailed him to a cross uh it was quite the uptick anyway, don't worry everybody. I found a fan wiki that summarizes this um so yeah, we just see this guy is uh this guy Katsuhira is indifferent to um being bullied and you know then there's this weird girl who starts talking about the seven deadly sins and she lists them all and is then like in modern japan it's a little bit different and then she just lists seven different
1: she like she basically it's like it sounds like her own theory of like in japan now we don't really have those sins our sins are this and then she starts listing uh i guess her own idea of what the sins are but uh it cuts between that and kids in the class um, who are acting right. in particular ways. So,
0: so there's uh, the cunning normal or the cunning normie. Yeah. Who is this guy, Utah, who's like a ikemen, like handsome boy. Yeah. Kind he's of po- model. He's,
1: he's popular. He's very um, charming. Very he's, charming. He's like
0: a slender, charming guy. He's
1: flirty with the girls and the girls like him. And
0: Yeah. Um, there's high and mighty who is the, the chick Honoka Maki.
1: wears glasses and is depressed, but I guess... The,
0: you think she's depressed.
1: But Well, whatever. It, it, I guess the high and mighty thing is that she thinks she's better than everyone else.
0: Well, yeah, she's definitely an asshole. People... Yeah, she's an asshole. Between, like, the kid getting beat up and this conversation, we see, like, just... They kind of establish who these people are in these quick, uh, sh- you know, scenes in the classroom, and they invite her to karaoke. A few kids ask her to go, and she's like, uh, I think I'd probably catch... Something if I hung out with all of you, mm. uh, like she's just a big piece of shit. Okay. Um. Then uh, Chidori, who is Katsuhira's friend that I mentioned, who's like, but your parents give you money. Uh, Chidori is like asking a teacher to do something about this kid getting bullied, and she is a goody two shoes. Then uh, we see this girl who Jackie, I think you were saying, she's like a manic pixie dream girl.
1: Did I say that? I don't think I did. Did you? No, I didn't. Oh. I well, did not say that. Okay. I, and I don't think she is that because she, she's not that. Okay. I said that about uh, the bunny girl because I thought oh, that that's what that okay. show was about.
0: Okay. Um,
1: in, the, in the email section for the listeners that skipped that. Okay. Because
0: <laughs> I think I felt that at first about her or I felt that way when she admits that she's faking some of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but she is a weirdo and we see her at some point trying to summon fairies. She's like built like this shrine in the middle of the school property and some teacher's like, oh, Nico, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm summoning the fairies and he just like makes a bunch of noises. He's like,
1: oh. She's like like a childish uh, weirdo, I guess. Like childish and...
0: She's like a magical girl kind of personality, but she is in the real world where people don't do that.
1: She can't be a manic pixie dream girl unless... There, like, it has to be. There has to be like a guy involved, like a guy you, who's you like a normal,
2: boring. You person. can't just
1: be a manic pixie dream girl by yourself. Like, maybe, maybe you can be a manic pixie by yourself, but you can't be because the dream girl part. You know what I mean? Like, there needs to be like a protagonist who is like boring and their life is dull, and they need like someone. It's the, mo- to fix the movie them.
0: Garden State. Yeah, that's um, that's like the template, the the epitome of it.
1: Yeah. So, like, if the movie Garden State didn't have the guy in it, and it was just. Natalie Portman being weird or it whatever. It would just be like
0: portrait of someone's like mental degradation. Yeah. Just someone spiraling <laughs> without any help. Um, so, yeah, she's she just seems like she's supposed to be the eccentric weirdo. And I think they call her the eccentric or ex- how do you pronounce that word? Eccentric? Eccentric. Eccentric head case. So her name know. is... I Ni- think it's eccentric. Is it eccentric? Eccentric? Yeah. I don't know. I like forgot while talking about it. The eccentric head case. So her name is Nico or Niyama uh and the last one that we see in the school because if you count i think that's six
1: no it's uh four we only got through four so far
0: well katsuhira is the imbecile the the dumbass which uh chidori calls him that in the beginning i think uh Mm. when he talks about giving these bullies his money um so after this woman uh tells him all about these things she goes up to him and like kind of force she kind of uh intimidates she's him like, to the edge of the stairs
1: she's like you don't get scared she's like you don't e- the way that you don't express pain makes people hate you and and uh because they can't connect with people you. can't
0: relate to you because you yeah. have no fear of anything because you don't is, experience pain
1: but what does that have to do with being a dumbass
0: yeah i don't know it doesn't really sound like it's his fault does it
1: yeah
2: um these are weird categories because it's not like they're not they're like personality types they're not sins yeah yeah
1: like what's wrong with uh
0: aha you think they're all wrong don't you
1: what's wrong with any of these
0: what oh i what's didn't think you were gonna go w- what's there. wrong
1: with being the cunning normal guy
0: what's wrong with being high and mighty jackie i think it's wrong
1: that one okay what's wrong with being a goody two-shoes
0: i don't know don't be a snitch
1: Okay, I guess it depends, but we haven't seen it really go wrong. It is
0: sort of a weird thing because it's like anyone. people are beating up a guy that she's clearly into and she's like, oh, what a goody two-shoes. It's yeah. Like, well, she cares about his well-being. What is the problem? Yeah, here? like
1: we haven't seen her do anything that's like, oh, your flaw is that you are a goody two-shoes, right? Like we haven't got maybe well, we haven't I guess gotten the, there I yet. I guess the
0: idea is like if you have society and you assume this bullshit idea of normalcy, like people don't like weirdos. They don't like people who try too hard to be good. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't like people who are high and mighty. That kind of thing. So I don't know that it's. But what's wrong with the
1: cunning normal?
0: Um, well, I don't know what he's cunning about necessarily. Maybe it's not a great translation. Maybe uh, it's not explored fully in this. I see. Maybe
1: episode. maybe it's kind of like he's manipulative. Well, he's something. he's trying
0: to get all these babes in his yeah. life, uh, and so I guess he's being manipulative of his own image and the way he talks to them. Maybe he's like reading these pickup books or something. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Um, okay. Anyway, so this Fair. this
0: woman, this girl, who describes all these types to him, she intimidates him to the edge of the stairs, and then she's like, "Put both your hands up," and he does, and she's like, "You see, you're so obedient," and then she mm-hmm. shoves him down the stairs.
1: And while he's, it's like, it's like (laughs) the scene takes forever for him to fall down the stairs. And meanwhile, he's just like looking up her skirt and he says, polka dots.
0: Yeah. He's falling down and he mentions the. So silly. Pattern on her underwear, which is.
1: Why is this important? That's a
0: trope too. I can't think of what the other anime is that I've seen that in, but I'm sure it's in a lot where a guy gets knocked down by a girl in a, you know, school uniform. And he's like, I think he might even say polka dots or, or mm-hmm. some color of her underwear and it's like very good yes japan we know you need to make your schoolgirl uniform skirts longer that's what you need to do over there <laughs> um yeah so he wakes up
1: he's got- very loopy in the hospital because there's I, I mean it's there. Think there's co- it's colorful well he's not in a
0: hospital really
1: or wherever he is like but he's on a gurney or something and there's like weird guys in matt and costume and it's weird.
0: Yeah, like instead of hospital aides or whatever, like wheeling him around, it's these like four mascot dudes. And we, I think we see them earlier in the show. They seem to just be like parts, fixtures of the city. These dudes who are in these giant dumb character suits. Um, And eventually... What is the character? Gomorin? I think it's original. I don't think... Uh... Is it a fish? Oh, I don't know.
1: Oh... I thought it looked like, I think it's a Pokemon. I think there's a Pokemon. I thought it looked like, Oh, and that Pokemon looks like a lizard to me.
0: Oh, well, I don't know where you
1: like a lizard bear.
0: This doesn't look like a, okay. Bear is closer.
1: Worm. Um, lizard, bear, worm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so he wakes up and there's, uh, this, you know, the woman that was describing things to him explains that, uh,
1: the young girl. She's a girl.
0: Yeah, whatever. The, the polka dot panties girl uh. Uh, explains to him um, that what's her what's her name anyway? Is her name? Oh, Sonozaki. Um, she explains or she shows that all the other kids that we talked about, all the six or five other sinners are in the facility as well. And she did some kind of binding ritual where... All of them.
1: No, it's not a ritual. They it's not, they did surgery. It's what, a, it's, what a,
0: is surgery if not a ritual?
1: It's an experience. So it's like the the city is actually <laughs> an ex- the city that they're all from is actually under an experiment. Um, on they didn't say the word empathy, but basically empathy.
0: Yeah, for the Kizna system or Kizuna, um, and so they explain that yeah they are surgically somehow ritually uh, made to all feel each other's pain. <laughs> and you know they do some demonstration but he still doesn't feel pain right like if he gets hurt Mm -hmm. the pain is distributed evenly among the rest of the participants uh but he is just like whatever um and so they they tell them that and then the weirdest thing to me is all the kids after they hear this they're like what a bunch of bullshit and they just leave um this is also act-
1: also. There's more than just those five kids. There's also we are introduced to the pink haired guy. Um,
0: wait, way later.
1: No, no, no. In there, and she she introduces him as the muscle head, uh, muscle head something. Muscle oh, head I jerk. must have
0: skipped him. Did I or no? She.
1: It's it's. We hear about him there inside the 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 facility that they're. Oh, in. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Uh, yeah, he's the muscle headed whatever the hell. Yeah. Um.
1: And, and so we also see him earlier, um, where he helps, um, the boy against some bullies.
0: So, yeah, it's weird. Cause one of them points out like, cause I think she uses sort of very clandestine language to describe them all being gathered there. And someone's like, so you kidnapped us. And she describes the crazy concept, and they all just are like, "Whatever, this is a bunch of bullshit." And they they leave. It's also which is super. Weird.
1: It's also super unethical because you just did surgery on a on a bunch of kids. What the fuck? But yeah, that's
0: that's what annoyed me. I was to like,
1: make them feel pain, each other's pain. I'm what like, the fuck? Why are they just leaving but against then, against against their will, without their consent, without their parents' consent?
0: Of course. Then someone, uh, I think she demonstrates this by hurting him. I think she she hurts uh, Katsuhira, and the rest of them all uh, are in pain. Um, and then she, I think the facility locks down and, uh, she then, uh, or is that just how it ends that they're all technically kisnivers, and they all get scars on their, oh, okay, sorry. She doesn't hurt him to demonstrate it all. It's that everyone's trying to leave. And the eccentric girl is like, I'm trying to find a fairy. And she's like on her hands and knees looking. And then the big bully, big muscle head guy is like, oh, then I'm going to fondle your breast.
1: She was looking for the Sandman, first of all. And she describes him as a uh, fairy of sleep. Uh, yeah, fairy. which is funny. Yeah, I know. But I just wanted to point out that the Sandman is the fairy of sleep. Okay, That's all.
2: Um, sh- she reminds me of a Sandman character called Delirium.
1: Oh, I've never seen that.
2: Who's like, who, who represents like people who are going crazy. Um, I think it's just a comic, right? It, has it been animated at all. It is only a graphic novel at this point. I think it might be an audio book now.
0: Oh, um, so yeah, she's like on her hands and knees and he's like, I guess joking with her. He's like, I'm going to fondle you. And she turns around and slaps him really hard. And that's when everyone realizes they felt the slap in their face. Um, mm-hmm. and then everyone gets these wounds in their arms I'm guessing the shape relates to either the kanji or it's supposed to look like a K and a Z or whatever Kizunaiver is. Uh, And they all freak out and then the credits roll. And then we find out in the next episode that you know, it's not just an experiment in and of itself to be like, here's the setup, now go out into the world. They are now locked in and they have missions. I have to say, I was a little bit bummed when I found out they had missions. I was like, ah, what is this? Hmm. I, I was just more interested in seeing playing out the rest of that what if kind of scenario to just let them try to go back to their lives, but it hmm. turns out they feel each other's pain.
1: Right, and then it's just an experiment where they're observed.
0: Well, it's not—they're not just observed; they're given objectives and punished if they don't pursue the objective.
1: I know, I know, but I'm saying what you're saying. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, Rather it be where it, the experiment is—we just observe them rather than give them missions and tasks and stuff.
0: Yeah, just because for me it's like. I think that's interesting to relate it to real life, you know, and to say, say everything was normal, but there was this extra quirk. It's like, oh yeah, how would that work in my life? But when you're like, no, you're locked in this place and I'm going to make you do an, an icebreaker. This is basically Mm -hmm. a forced icebreaker is what this is, which Which is is, really funny.
1: Icebreakers already suck. Yeah.
0: This would be a worse icebreaker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this isn't an icebreaker. That's like, actually tell me your deepest, darkest secret.
0: Is this like saw? Um, no, it's not like Saw. I mean, okay, never mind. I guess in some ways, but usually Saw doesn't give the same objective to everybody at once. Although, I haven't seen all of the hmm. Saw movies. Huh. And it, it would be boring because, like, the thing with Saw is that you see the trap and you see the physical conundrum. Whereas this one, it's like, I could just hit a button and everything hurts you. Mm-hmm. Um, because they do put Katsuhira on, like, an operating table or whatever. And they just have those two mascot guys have, like, electric electric prods um and so they shock them and she reveals the mission is to introduce yourself and the dumbass muscle head is like uh i'm so and so from here and here i like to hunt for crayfish Mm -hmm. my blood type is O." and he gets shocked because she's like that's not you know those are just surface bullshit details where you're from and all that like i want to hear more about you know something you know deep inside of you and they kind of find out through trial and error that she's looking for you know the secret your deepest darkest secret um and then in my opinion mark what's
2: your deepest darkest secret
0: uh i'm scared of dogs uh (laughs) no that's that's the thing is that uh it it comes out that they at some point release dogs which scares the muscle-headed guy and he's just very over-the-top scared, and it turns out he's like, well, I'm actually scared of dogs. And they're like, what's the big deal? And he's like, no, I really try to hide that because I plan my walking route based on where dogs are in the neighborhood and stuff.
1: It's also ironic because he's called, like, Mad Dog or something. Oh, is he? Oh. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: yeah, but they should have revealed that prior to him being scared of the dogs.
0: Oh, they someone just comes up and is like, or he's just like, I know that's weird because they call me Mad Dog. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like he says it while he's being scared of dogs, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, the name of this episode
0: is, if you can swallow a bizarre situation like this so easily, two buckets of barium shouldn't be a
2: problem.
1: Hmm.
2: These are like Sufjan Stevens song titles. No, indie rock fan Miles. He gets that reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> although, uh, I,
0: th- no one swallows buckets of barium, so I don't know what the fuck that's about. Um, anyway, so... What do these mean? What's up?
2: What, what do these even mean? What's the point of these long-ass titles? Uh,
0: I don't know. I think some of that is just how Trigger does things. So it's revealed then she's like, there's rules to the mission where it's like, someone has to tell their deepest, darkest secrets. Um, every 10 minutes, you can't just stall for time. Uh, and then everyone will be, you know, given spikes of pain and eventually you'll all die. Um, and so they have to convince each other to say these things, but none of them are really that deep and dark of a secret, I guess, cause I it's early to, in the show to
1: them. It's pretty personal though. I think it's, it's basically, it's more about like, well, the first few are about kind of, um, uh, like th- revealing that they've been putting on a front about something, you know, um, like he tries to act all tough, mm. but actually he's afraid of dogs. Um, he's
0: afraid of dogs which are the cuddliest bloodliest animals know. on the planet and so
1: it's Earth. like uh-huh, this tough guy is afraid of dogs and then um, Nico who is the eccentric uh, whatever girl um is actually pretending to be to believe in fairies um and but, but then they're just like you but are she, weird she's still weird but i think she she's been playing up her weirdness because she didn't realize that she was weird so that's kind of funny
0: yeah so her problem is mitigated like instantly you know like
1: yeah but it's, it was embarrassing for her that she's like she had to admit that she's been faking it a little bit i
0: guess but it's just like th- that's fine but it's uh as like a viewer, I'm like, no, nah, I don't really care. It's not like, you know, you, you mentioned this being similar to The Breakfast Club, which I think is a fair yeah. comparison, you know, because The Breakfast Club, you have like the jock. Mm-hmm. You have the, the weirdo. The dweeb, whatever, the for the prom queen. Yeah. And in The Breakfast Club, it takes a while. to brain. It's, like, it's an emotional like reveal of like, well, my, my my home life actually sucks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one of them is like, I've actually never had sex. Mm-hmm. You know, these like big things. But here she's like, I'm not that weird. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but you're weird. Hey, get she's there, like, Mark. okay yeah maybe i'll get there i don't know um but uh yeah and then uh because they're in like a i guess they are in a hospital yeah actually because we find out the pretty boy's secret is that in middle school he was fat mm-hmm. because they see like a poster of a boy who has good dental hygiene and it's it's his name but he's much heavier and they all laugh at him
2: um, now that he's skinny he has terrible dental hygiene
0: yeah. He really focuses. He can only focus on one thing or the other.
1: I never understood why that was like embarrassing for him. I mean, I was also never like a fat kid, but like, I don't understand why that's embarrassing for you. If like, oh, you used to be whatever, like you, but you're not that now. So like, if you cared, like maybe, you know, it sucked for you back then. Cause you were made fun of, you were picked on whatever, but like you're not that now. So like no one's, no one can pick on you for it anymore. Yeah, but kids will make you know? fun of
0: you for anything.
1: I guess,
0: you know, kids will bring up, you
2: know, your family, and your like parents. People have lost a what, lo- I feel like people have lost a lot of weight are generally very proud of the work that they've done.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess as adults though, more. but, so. but maybe
0: that's also when you, when people knew you when true. you were heavy and it's yeah. the same pool of people who see you skinny, then you're like, wow. Oh uh, yeah. But if you're true. like a, a kid and they're all insecure anyway, um, then you know if no one knew you when you were you know a little chubster you don't want people to see that about you um maybe if everyone used the word chubster they'd feel better about it because it's it's a nice word it's not mean okay um what i don't know i don't think it's mean um what do i know they use the term i don't know if you guys caught this it's sort of a silly pun but uh the the name the word for like fatty in Japan is debu. and they say something to him where they're like, "Oh, is this when you made your debut?" They're like, "Your debut." Mm. Um, it's weird that Japan that Japan has like a concept of the debut, which is a thing in like high society when a woman reaches adulthood, that she like has a formal ball and comes out in a nice dress and all that. Um, sort of a sort of a long reach, but. It does line up pretty they well. They do that in the
1: Philippines. Do they? What do they call it? It's a quinceañera, basically.
0: <laughs> Debu.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Oh, I thought it was de balut. That's what I thought they would call it.
2: No, it's, I mean. it's, not, it's not what they call it.
0: Listeners, look up balut. Philippine cuisine. Or don't. Up to you, really. Um... Uh, at one point, Nico says something that, that stuck out to me where she says like, I thought if everyone found out I don't believe in fairies or something. She says something. And she's like, they were all going to hyper diss me. And I was like, whoa, that's...
1: She's like, I'd be canceled if anybody found but out. That
0: would be funny if she said that. <laughs> but I'm like, did diss just make its way to Japan or something? What is...
1: I think that maybe was just the best translation.
0: No, I listened and I think she says like hyper diss or something like that. Oh, wow. Like she just pretty much says hyper diss. Nice. Um. I noticed that there was some fiddle music towards the end of this. I don't know. I, I don't know why I wrote that down. It wasn't that interesting. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to think of when this, when does this episode two end? They all do kind of reveal something about themselves. Um. The creepy or high and mighty girl, she vanishes and has like the most interesting part of the first three episodes, I think where she's they're just like where is she and she's in like some she's in like the morgue or something of the hospital in like a cold room she sees like a name carved somewhere and it seems to trigger some memory and then we just see like a body of like a unnamed unknown character like crawl out of like where you put dead bodies i think in the morgue and their eyes are just glowing and they have no they're like in shadow and then that, then we just jump back to the rest of the group having their dumb little, you know, secrets revealed. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to tie my shoes. Yeah, That's not that, something, but you know,
1: I think their secrets. And at were the good, end Mark. of the episode,
2: she goes, she's she claims that she's killed someone, but then goes like, "I'm just kidding. I guess my secret is that I have no personality. Is that
1: no, all that, there is to? It? No, that Did she that something? she has a bad personality. That she's an asshole. That's her secret."
0: it was a very corny cliffhang. Yeah. Lame at the end of episode two. She's like, my secret is I've killed someone. And then episode three starts and she's like, all right, I've never killed anyone. It's like, Oh, come on. Um, and I don't remember if it's episode two or three, um, where the main guy Katsuhira is first of all. Okay. At some point they blow up part of the building that they're in. Like it's really gotten some production value. This experiment of just again trying to get these kids to confess these kind of inconsequential personality flaws to one another that the building is falling apart and they have this 10 minute pain timer going off um and then they put Katsuhira on this like sort of painters platform I don't know what the, what it is what what do you call it and they like swing him around in this crane and he's like about to fall off it and he's like on this PA system being like I guess I don't really connect to other people because I'm not even interested in myself uh, and whatever. And that's kind of where I felt parallels to people I've known with depression who just seem kind of numb to everything. And it's sort of like they just don't like themselves. And so they're not interested in um, interacting with the world with themselves. But uh, you know, you don't really feel any melancholy when you don't know a character that well. So it just, it just, does sort of seem like he's just missing something like he is just missing feelings. Uh, But um, the goody, good, good, goody two shoes girl um, is so pissed off at him for being so emotionless that she jumps out onto the thing that he's hanging from, uh, which is highly irresponsible. Uh, And she's like, you used to be different. You used to care about stuff and you would do this and that. And is it her secret is that she loved him?
1: Yeah. Which like we could all tell from yes. like, we could tell. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. Um <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was her secret is that she but no, that she used to love him. She loved who he used to be.
0: Yeah. And now he's just somebody that she used to know. Correct. Uh and then Pretty good. Because she's on there the link It's like, you know, the, the line breaks and they fall, but they fall onto a giant crash pad. And this whole thing reminded me of the movie The Game from 2001 with Michael Douglas. Miles, have you seen that? No. It's a David Fincher movie, uh, and I, I can't say anything else. But uh, for those of you who have seen... The, what, do you, what is that face? What, what did you just do? You just roll your eyes at me. <laughs> you just looked around like, oh, like I've seen David Who's Fincher. Seen the Game? Who, David Fincher has like five movies. Who? I don't know. Anyone who watched Fight Club and was like, what's he going to do next? Stop it. Stop making that face. These hand gestures no one can hear on the podcast. Anyway. um, I don't know what you're talking about. So they fall off a building and they land, but they're safe. And uh, there's something where I guess this is still episode two, kind of. Yeah, it is. Uh, Eventually, so this is everyone has confessed their issues even though, yeah, the weirdo girl, the high and mighty girl was just like, I have a bad personality. And they're like, okay, good enough. Um, And then... (laughs) the leader whatever her name is is like okay your mission now is to just go back and enjoy your summer vacation but you have to survive and so you know it's indicated to us like okay now they're able to just go into their regular lives and you know it's going to be tough if the mission is to survive
1: yeah i don't know they're like that's going to be easy
0: yeah but then they're like someone is like we, di- we can't fucking count to seven and you know they realize that they're missing someone because they've mm-hmm. been feeling random shoots random i guess shoots of pain
1: yeah that's all episode three is like there's p- pain and stuff this sure, sure. uh you you missed um so that's uh episode three like they're trying to survive or whatever um they start feeling pain uh and they don't know who they're like who's getting hurt um and the girl who loves the boy calls him immediately and she's like hey are you okay because i felt some pain you know
0: uh yeah
1: uh it turns out that they're neighbors um and uh what's his name
0: the big bully guy big
1: bully guy is actually staying with um tenga tenga is staying with the numb numb boy for whatever reason like well, he's
0: staying with him because he feels like oh it'll be easy if we hang out together then we'll, we won't you know hurt each other or whatever
1: it's interesting no
2: he he at the beginning when the the kids are beating up on him. He intervenes and, yeah. and promises like to take care of him basically in exchange for like, I think the money that would have gotten stolen from mm. him or something like that. Well, he like said he wants a share of the money that he was giving Well, the in bullies. that first episode. This is why I kind of wrote it off was
0: it, when he saves him from those bullies. He's like, I want 20% of whatever money they end up giving back to you. Mm. And then he's mm. like, you don't even have to give me the money back. So he just kind of <laughs> drops that pretense. Oh, right, right, like, right. Uh, all right. All right. But yeah, he seems to just like the the main character. He just
2: wants to hang out with him. He wants to look out for him. And now he wants to live with him.
1: Yeah. Maybe he just
2: needed a place to live. The
1: bully guy's a jerk to everyone else, though. And he, uh, I don't, did you say the part before when he, when he molests the little girl?
0: Uh, he, Well, he doesn't actually molest her, but he acts mm-hmm. like he's going to.
1: Oh, he doesn't actually do it? He,
0: his hands are like right under her. I don't think he's actually uh, touching her when she... he's like moving his fingers around.
1: All right. And then she slaps him.
0: Yeah. And then. When they leave and they're talking about the woman who was like the girl who was running the experiment, he says something like, ah, if I see her again, I'll definitely violate her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Uh, okay, what's, what's up with that? What does that mean? <laughs> what, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and anyway, they're feeling this random pain and they don't know who it is. They all gather in the same place to, to look at each other and be like, is anyone getting hurt? And they realize, oh, right, there's still a seventh person out there.
1: Oh uh, right, and also the bully guy tries to jump to the balcony of the of the girl, uh, who's the neighbor for some reason, uh, and I thought, what a dumbass! Because they're like, you should avoid getting hurt. You're gonna fucking jump across a balcony like high up.
0: Yeah, this kid has like ADHD yeah or something they're just there on a balcony and yeah he
1: should be the imbecile he
0: sees the neighbor and tries to make the jump and at first when he started jumping i was like yeah this is uh, people who just have a lot of confidence they're able to just do things because they have the confidence and then he falls i was like okay yeah all right it's you know this show can surprise me look at that (laughs) um so they all gather and the weirdo fairy girl nico is like she's like if i just like she's striking the back of katsuhira's head not that hard but enough to inflict a little bit of pain and she's like if we do this in you know classrooms in certain places then we'll see if anyone around us is getting hit if anyone is experiencing that pain um and they're like wow you're smart and she's like oh no did you say i'm smart and they're Mm -hmm. like yeah but that's a compliment and she's like oh good um and at some point the the woman who was like administrating this experiment uh, like is able to communicate with them through their wrist scar. Oh, I have to talk about that too, about how they hide them. And she's like, yes, this is your next mission is to find the seventh one of you. And I was like, oh, we're back on the fucking mission thing. God damn it. I wanted to just see these kids, you know, live lives while hurting each other. Um, but anyway, yeah, they all have the same wrist scar and they have to go back to school. And, um, the, the, The main girl, Chidori, the goody two shoes, she's like, oh, you guys aren't even trying to cover them up. And she's like, I brought enough bandages or I brought enough bandanas for everyone. And so she ties a, you know, white wristband or white. I don't know what you call it. Almost like a cast on each of their wrists, which I immediately was like, they're going to look like they're part of a weird gang or something. Like they all have the same white flag hanging off their wrists. And we later see the pretty boy come into school and he has like a proper cast on. And all the girls are like, "What happened to your hand? Does it hurt? Are you okay?" Um, and Miles, this made me think about me imme- because immediately I had the impulse of being like, if I was in school when in like middle school or high school, and a kid had his arm in a cast, I think we would all just be like, "Oh, were you jerking off too much or whatever?" <laughs> And then that made me think of (laughs) someone that we we know that we went to school with who...
1: Who was jerking off too much.
0: (laughs) It was so bad. And we burst in the room. We were like,
1: no, stop.
0: And he broke his hand. There
1: was an intervention.
0: Um, No, it was a guy who broke both wrists at the same time. And uh, we definitely all made jokes about uh, the idea that we were like, did you break him at the same time? Or maybe you like jerked off too much and broke one wrist (laughs) and then you switched and then you actually broke that one too. Um, kids but then later I think
2: we were so funny in high
0: school (laughs) we were so funny and then I do think that there was at some point a real discussion where we were like well how do you jerk off now (laughs) I don't remember what the answer was (laughs) we don't need to get into that but uh, anyway shout outs to that guy
2: if you're listening uh, write in and tell us how you jerk off
0: also how are you we haven't spoken in a while
2: specifically that guy we don't I don't necessarily want to hear how the rest of you jerk off
0: yeah yeah nobody else please jesus um
1: just you know who you are
0: anyway yeah and the guy with the wrist with the cast is like oh yeah it would be really conspicuous if we you know tried to cover it up any other oh no no no. the 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 high and mighty girl covered her scar with like foundation um and she's like yeah it'd be really conspicuous if we all tried to cover it up with something Mm -hmm. and we see that the goody two shoes girl has like her face is really red for a moment um anyway so then they they do have to find the seventh guy uh they eventually they go to his house like I don't remember how do they get his name he's so oh
1: oh right because they they how do they get his name they they just knew that he was in their class they and he figure, just never showed up
2: yeah they they figure that it has to be someone in their class because they're all in the same class and he's the only one who like is never there because they have like tested it a bunch of ways so it must be him because he's the only absent one
1: yeah it's like we've tested everybody in the class so it must be somebody who's not here today right Um, and And he's the only one
0: nico's like oh yeah that name i've heard that at my father's uh at the hospital my dad works at or something and she's like oh yeah he's always in there he's in there a bunch and they're like trying to figure out what it must be
1: Mm -hmm. i thought i thought his dad beat him up or something that's what i thought it was oh no i thought his parents beat him and that's why he wasn't in school either i don't know
0: wow I feel like yeah, it's
1: I, I maybe I've just seen too many like after school specials. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, I feel like I kept looking for this show to go deeper and darker and then it does briefly hint at something where that high and mighty girl sees like that weirdo person coming out of the morgue or whatever she was and then we just jump away from that and I'm like, "But wait, now everyone it's like I don't know. It feels like these issues aren't that uh serious." But so they're outside this this guy's uh, uh apartment, and at some point someone gets hurt really bad, and they hear a voice that is like not any of them and so then they realize he was in there and they they give chase to this guy that looks really weird he has like
1: it looks very emo he
0: yeah he's got a bunch of piercings he's got like layered hair a
1: lot yeah like choppy layers
0: it was really weird and uh yeah bunch it, of
1: earrings bunch of like a nose ring or something.
0: And then it turns out that he gets off on the pain when they do eventually get to him.
1: Spoilers for the end of this episode.
0: Yeah. Um, To the point where I I, I forgot to mention that when they completed their other mission, like from their like wrist marking, a bunch of like confetti kind of exploded. And here when they've apprehended this guy and uh, he got hurt because, Miles, did Katsuhira jump off or did the bully throw him off? the main kid. He like, he jumped off, he jumped off into highway traffic, uh, probably knowing like Mm -hmm. that. I don't know that he takes damage anyway, all the time. So he just jumps onto a car because they've like momentarily lost sight of this guy. And so they feel like, Oh, if there's a big amount of pain, we'll, we'll find him. Um,
2: and he'll understand that he's linked to them.
0: Right. He'll have to, yeah, he'll have to hear the car accident and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so he does that, and then he he's like bleeding from the head, and I think he has a concussion. And they find this this uh, you know seventh missing pierced guy,
1: seventh dwarf.
0: And we find that's right. They find Doc, and uh,
1: <laughs> I think Dopey is the seventh.
0: Oh, I don't know. They were actually numbered.
1: No, if I were to number them, Doc would be number one.
0: Uh, all right, <laughs> I we'll get into your logic on that in the, okay. in, in our Seven Dwarves anime episode. Um, produced by Studio Trigger. (laughs) Studio Trigger, if you're listening to this, animate uh, Seven Dwarves. You don't have to do the whole thing. Um,
2: We don't care about Snow White. Anyway,
0: when it seems like this guy is straight up having an orgasm because of all the pain he's in, his hand is like over his crotch, and so it's like this Mm -hmm. weird confetti explosion off his hand, off his wrist, that's near his uh, genitalia. So uh, I think that was a little bit of a gross sort of... uh, thing they do in this episode. And, he, and, and
1: his face, he was like, really, he was like, yeah, like into really it. into it. And the voice yeah. actor makes
0: some noises. I haven't really heard a voice actor do before. Uh, it was uncomfortable. Did he come? You think like the voice actor <laughs> for the episode yeah. right before he broke his wrist doing it? Um, yeah, I think he did. <laughs> I think it was the guy we went to high school with.
1: Um, <laughs> so that means that earlier in this episode, when uh, they were like, who's who's that pain we're feeling? It was- and Who's like, that pain we're feeling? It was a lot of like intense pain. They were like, who the hell is getting hurt so bad? It turns out it was just this guy jerking off.
0: Well, he wasn't- Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. He was just like bashing his head into the wall and and loving it. Um. <laughs> yeah, let me just look at this summary here and see if anything is uh, missing. Any loose ends? Oh, there's something hinted that Noriko, the director of the experiments, says uh, where she's talking to these government officials in like a big amphitheater, and she's like showing them pictures of all the kids, and she's, you know, explaining their personality types and how the experiment's going, and then she says something about making a true connection, and then the episode ends. Mm. Miles, were you going to say something?
1: Oh, we learned that this last guy is immoral, by the way. That's his uh, sin.
0: Oh. It's just in a pain.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not immoral.
2: It's a moral Do your mark. thing. Yeah, that's that's a king shame. Also, there's fat shame. Yeah. There's some shame in shame, this. Shame, shame, shame. Uh, yeah, true. I just wanted to say that I appreciate how diverse the hair color is in this Yes, case.
1: It's a literally colorful cast of characters.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's very character
0: design oriented. Mm-hmm. I say that because I noticed that like... Wikipedia, like, was like, here is who designed the characters, and when you look up the show on VRV, maybe Crunchyroll 2, it has like little spots about each of the characters. So I feel like the show was definitely trying to have that effect of like, which character do you bond with, or um, look at all these, you know, detailed designs we did.
1: Well, that's my question for you all: which of these uh, sins most matches you? which are you guilty of most guilty of
0: i'm high and mighty you all disgust me um
1: i don't think that's true there's
0: a zombie in the basement
1: i for sure am goody two-shoes
0: you're goody two-shoes
1: for sure okay what would you what would you think i am
0: well i haven't really gone down the list in my head maybe C- yeah.
1: cunning normal high and mighty goody two-shoes you have a
0: muscle head dumbass
1: Exce- eccentric <laughs> head case uh, eccentric head case, imbecile, ob- uh, muscle head thug, and imbecile. I mean, not imbecile. Um, This last guy, immoral.
0: Huh. Yeah, maybe Goody Two-Shoes best describes I you. I'm the Goody Two-Shoes. Um, I know it. I, uh, I don't know. I might be the imbecile or the spacey weirdo, eccentric. Yeah. Spacey what? weirdo. That feels good to you? Yeah. I feel Okay, fine. Miles, What? Do you, wh- where do you think you land?
2: Probably the imbecile. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay.
0: Miles is someone I have uh, criticized uh, at times for not being very sentimental. That doesn't mean that Miles is uh, I'm numb not or sentiment. unfeeling. But Miles is not, yeah. There's been I one probably or two moments was, was numb and unfeeling like,
2: yeah. at that age, though.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's just the what you have to do at that time cuz all the adults are like you have to connect and think about the real world before it's too late Ugh. and you're like everything sucks i just want to focus on the things that i like leave me alone um uh so some voice actor stuff the main guy katsuhira the unfeeling idiot is the voice actor who does koichi and what um yeah what range really yeah i think i got that right although now that i think about it
1: are you lying to us
0: shit
2: now you're right katsu
0: i am right hell yeah
1: listeners write in and let us know which of the uh new sins you relate most to or old Um, sins (laughs) or old sins
2: write in and tell us your deepest darkest secret <laughs> the voice
0: actor who does hisoka um or whatever her name is the high and mighty girl is the voice of hayato the boy from part four whose dad is kira or kosaku uh, uh however you want to look at he his
2: little dick a bunch
0: yeah uh yeah yeah we do uh and i also looked up uh i don't remember what it was where i i had Heard this? There was some docu series or something I was watching years and years ago about someone who was in a motorcycle accident, and they lost part of their ability to feel pain. And one of the effects of this was that they uh, became very overweight because they couldn't get the signal from their stomach that they were full. Oh wow! So they just didn't have a good uh, uh, handle on when they should stop eating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked up, you know, is this a real thing? And there is such a oh, thing. Oh, like
1: hunger pain relates.
0: I guess so. Yeah. You know, because there is a disorder called congenital insensitivity to pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a real thing. It's extremely rare, but uh, a lot of what happens is people get like, uh, they have a lot of tongue and teeth issues. Like they'll bite their tongue and have no idea, you know, they'll be chewing wrong or something. They'll hurt their cheek and then they might get an infection having no idea that they're hurt. Um, But maybe the stomach thing was more like maybe he had paralysis in some part of him. Um. So it's a real thing, and it's uh, not quite as glamorous as the show makes it seem.
1: Is it glamorous? Katsuhira,
0: this pretty boy, Snow White curls, and his bank accounts. Oh, yeah, that he, he gives does, to the bullies.
1: So he does have a bank that account. That stuff is important. People who
2: he should don't have a bunch feel of pain, mouth sores end up dying and stuff because they don't know, like, not to touch hot stoves or whatever. I don't think it makes you stupid. <laughs> I think you no, know it, not to touch the hot
0: stove. But when would you learn? I think you just someone would tell you, like, you know, your hand is burning. I'm your parent. If you're lucky Mildly enough to his have head. a parent, okay. I'm never well, going to tell my son, son to
2: not touch a hot stove.
0: <laughs> you're just going to make sure he he's just going to let him, it out. let him figure it out.
1: Okay. Yeah. I guess that's one it.
0: approach. What What do we know? We don't know anything about how to raise children. Maybe that's okay. That's
2: right. That's right. Who's the expert uh, Child here?
0: services, write in if uh, Miles should teach his child about dangers.
1: <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so what did we think of this show?
1: I want to keep watching it.
0: Jackie wants to keep watching it. I think it's okay.
1: Nah.
2: I think it's really well done, but I don't know. I don't want to keep watching it. <laughs>
1: I like I like it because it's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like high school kids, and I want to learn more about them. Yeah,
0: the, some of the characters are interesting, but I just uh, I hope it does actually get more um, emotionally serious or emotionally heavy. Cause yeah, I feel it feels like, it like, like it should just...
2: be. I think mm-hmm. I know. Go it, ahead. Like I, it feels like it should be. It looks and feels like a character driven show, but it's actually pretty plotty.
0: There's that, but also I just meant like it's hard to feel. It's hard to feel things. Oh, my God. um, I can't connect because it, it seems to almost get close to sometimes being like, oh, yeah, let's think about empathy and connection and sharing each other's pain. But then it sort of just does a flippant uh, sort of scene or, or dialogue in place of that. Uh, or at the end of episode three here, sort of a joke about sadism masochism that obviously you know uh, will have a a, sa- a sadism problem because this guy will ask people to hurt themselves and hurt him or whatever you know most likely and yeah there is this plottiness of like oh yeah and then there's a shadow organization that's uh, you know planning on making people truly connect on some mysterious level um, but I'll watch it with you Jackie
1: okay great
0: it's only 12 episodes so
1: I still want to keep watching the Samurai. Oh, it's only Excuse 12 me? episodes? Yeah. We, ha- we haven't watched more of the sam- that Samurai show. What's that one called? Demon Slayer?
0: We haven't watched more of Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. But we did finish Hinamatsuri. Yes. Uh, and that show is good. And unfortunately, there's no season two, despite... Uh, at the end of season... At the end of episode 12, I wanted to see more. But uh, that was it. And they don't seem to have been interested in doing a season two. And so, uh, why did you recommend this show to us? How dare you? Patreon. No, it was a good pick. I'm, I'm glad that someone recommended it to us. And, uh, it's very hopefully funny. It made I, I want to say,
2: hopefully huh. it made for some good content for all of you.
0: Yeah. Um, that was me talking about Hina Matsuri though. This show also, um, was interesting and I'm happy to have seen it because I am very interested in Studio Trigger and I think I'd like to see everything they've done. I don't know that I want to see... I
1: don't like them that much, but I like this one.
0: I don't know that I want to see the entire series that, that they've done, but I definitely want to di- dip my toe into each of their properties, I guess. So, Miles, you just kind of felt like... Uh, I feel like you spoke your point before, right? The idea that it was like getting plotty when it could be more emotionally um, interesting.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's you're su- you're supposed to care a lot about these characters, but they don't. Or they haven't done anything yet to make me feel that way. They're kind of moving them all along. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't care about any of them except for uh, the girl that loves the guy.
0: Oh, I care about the High and Mighty's Dark Secret and I care about the eccentric girl. because I think she's funny.
1: Oh, uh, she's, I don't know. I'm tired of those kinds of characters.
0: Uh, you're allowed to feel that way. Okay. And, and i feel your feelings i'm not excited for the pervert guy like when they revealed that he's like a masochist kind of i was like nah, fuck i don't want that
1: <laughs> i don't care about
0: that <laughs> been there done that
1: all their shows have to be like perverted
0: this is not nearly as no as, not, as, horny not as, as the rest no of not
1: as much but like it's like oh wait no we gotta have a horny character we got that's, that's do anime
0: in general like anime has to have talk about panties and Oh, okay. There was a thing sure. they do in in episode three, I think, where you know that bully guy was like, "Ah, oh, if I see that woman again, I'll violate her or whatever." And then later, when she's on the 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 fucking wireless, she's talking to them through their wrists. She's like, "Oh, I wouldn't want to show up and be violated by Tenga." Mm-hmm. And then uh, and he's like, "I
1: was just kidding. I'm not going to violate you."
0: <laughs> and and then Nico, the space cadet, she's like, "Oh, I have some candy and." What they don't really drive across there is that um, the, the verb or word okashi can mean violate or like trespass to invade rather. Mm. But okashi also is an adjective for sweet like candy.
1: Well, so it's supposed to be weird. this
0: kind of pun that is very hard to translate where she's like, huh? Like what about sweetness? Oh, would we give you candy? And she's like, y- yeah, exactly. Candy. Mm-hmm. When really she was talking about... Uh, being violated. So it didn't quite work. Kizniver is available on Crunchyroll or VRV. So if the app works for you, uh, although I will say it's been totally fine for us the last like 10 times we've used it. Um, it is weird to me that its keep watching option is like way far down in the menu, but whatever. Uh, Do you think yeah. we
2: fixed Crunchyroll with our complaining?
0: Yeah. I think so. I think that it was being by us just yelling into microphones and putting it out on, on our, you know, our podcast feed. That was the appropriate channel for feedback. And they, uh, they patched up all the bugs.
1: Yay. Well, you're welcome, we anime it.
0: fans. Uh, okay. Yeah. If you have any suggestions, uh, for things we should watch or want to tell us how dumb our opinions are of keys, you can write to Jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com You can also tweet to us on Twitter, at JJBpod. Uh, If you don't want to say anything, you should just follow us anyway. Again, that's at JJBpod, which is also our handle for Twitch and Patreon, etc. Have a good week, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good good week, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.